With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In his final conversation as Colorado's governor, John Hickenlooper reflects on his legacy and his vision moving forward. This is the Brett Saunders Podcast. Hey, Brett, John Hickenlooper. You mean Governor Hickenlooper. Well, for another five days, yeah, Governor Hickenlooper. Brett, always a pleasure. I don't want to get mired in sentimentality here, all right? Yeah, well, it's all change involves loss, and all loss must be more. And I have to say, it's a bittersweet moment to be, you know, passing the mantle on to, to Jared Polis. Well, it's that's a profound thought, and you're going to be missed. Let's talk about your eight years as governor. What surprised you and challenged you the most, when, you know, when you took the position eight years ago? Well, I... Our goal was really to try and go to all 64 counties. We were 40th in job creation. Go to all 64 counties and and try to really hear people and listen and see what kind of an economy they wanted for their county and for their state. Uh, And one of the things that surprised me the most was the people were so united in in what they wanted. They wanted a government that was more pro-business, but with high standards, right? The highest environmental standards, the highest ethical standards, but they cared about jobs and they wanted to have jobs that paid better. Uh, And when we looked at the things that people cared about in Craig, Colorado and far Northwest Colorado or out in Julesburg to the far East, it was sort of the same thing. Get rid of the red tape and the bureaucracy. Uh, Have government be more of a partner with local communities. Uh, and it was it was surprising to see how united everyone's perspective was. So you do feel like you did win over the people, say, in uh, the far eastern parts of the state, or you mentioned northwest Colorado. Craig, where I lived a, a long time ago, those were places, do you feel that they came around to your style of governance? Well, it was a little bumpy along the way, there's no question. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think that as a state... Uh, especially in a, in a period in American history where so many, so many parts of the, of the, of the country are divided, I think Colorado is pretty unified. I mean, again, not perfect. Uh, I think Jared Polis, Polis is going to have his own work to continue those efforts to bring people together. But we've made a lot of progress. What didn't get accomplished under your watch that you would have liked to have seen? Well, we couldn't get – there were a couple bills we just couldn't get passed – uh, for healthcare, and I think it's a tremendous challenge. This constant inflation in healthcare insurance costs, and in, in all the different procedures, what that what that costs. Uh, we tried to get a, a bill these last couple of years together where it would really compel uh, clinics and hospitals and emergency care units to be transparent in in terms of each procedure, what it would cost. And I think when you when you don't have transparency, it's hard to have all your citizens unified around, you know, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the place that has the highest quality, but maybe costs a little less. And in, in capitalism, that's generally how you push downward uh, costs. Uh, and we couldn't get that passed. What's it going to take? Well, I think now the, uh, 
Governor Polis has a strong majority in both houses. Uh, he is very focused on the cost containment issue around health care. And my guess is that he will work with the, the Democratic majorities. And, and again, he's going to listen to the hospitals. He's going to listen to the medical associations, uh, the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies. But I think he's going to look at some of these things like transparency and say, why, what is the argument not to have transparency? We, we couldn't find one. For the last two years, you know, felt like, we felt like we were bumping our head against the wall uh, for a while there. But uh, I think as, go, as the new governor, I think uh, Jared Polts will use the majorities very successfully. So speaking of uh, incoming uh, Governor Polis, have you had meetings with him yet? What, what kind of advice have you given him? Well, he doesn't need my advice. I, I, you know, I've met with him a number of times. Uh, I've met with him for over an hour the day after the election. Uh, you know, one of the things that was very impressive, and I've never heard of another governor-elect, but he came into my office, and the first thing he said, before we started talking about his priorities, the first thing he said is, John, what, what do you view as your important legacies? What, what, what legacy issues do you care about strongly that I should help continue funding and make sure that we – we hold them top and, and center, and uh, which is just great. I mean, most new governors are, are focused singularly on their success and, and how do they get enough money for their legacy. And the fact that he said that, uh, well, it, it caught me off guard. But you know, I talked about uh, like a lot of things with transparency around healthcare, uh, some of the efforts we've done to make Colorado the healthiest state. But I also talked about the workforce training things, the career-wise, the apprenticeship program we have statewide now, the uh, skillful.com, this notion that young people, I say young people of all ages, will have to collect skills their whole lives and continually be acquiring new skills so that as this economy evolves, and it's going to continue evolving forever now, uh, people are going to always have to be acquiring new skills and be prepared for new professions that, that come out of seemingly out of nowhere. And there are economic legacies to discuss. There are also social legacies. I received a mailer over the holiday break that uh, Pedal the Plains is going to be coming back yeah. in 2019. Well, we're very happy that we have funding for the next three years for Pedal the Plains. Uh, this, this notion that we take bike riders, you know, bicycle riders from all up and down the, the, the urban front range, you know, the, the from Denver and Fort Collins and Colorado Springs, and they get to go out on a three-day bicycle ride out on the Eastern Plains and see where their food comes from and really experience the incredibly high quality of life that people on, our, on the Eastern Plains of Colorado really enjoy. And okay. I love that. I have an idea for you. Yeah. Uh, President Hickenlooper's Pedal the USA. <laughs> Pedal the country. <laughs> That's right. Take, uh, I don't know, probably would take more than 30 days, but maybe 45 days to, to see where uh, Americans' food comes from. They start in somewhere in uh, remote California and they, and, they, and they cycle to New York. What do you think? I'm, I'm all for it. You know, one, one of the great things, not just about Pedal the Plains, but, you know, we've been pushing bike trails and mountain bike trails all over the state. And you really do see that as a state, we are, we are doing a better job. We've got a long way to go, but a better job in addressing the, the rural economy. And I think the, you know, the, the plans that we have in place, uh, we believe that by the end of 2020, let's say somewhere in 2021, 20, just to be safe, but we'll have broadband in every town in the state of Colorado. That's remarkable. Nobody else, no other state's done that to my knowledge. And I think that's the kind of 
effort that allows our rural communities to have, you know, to attract entrepreneurs and small businesses that, you know, in a small town like Craig, just a few new businesses can make a real difference to all the existing businesses that are there. And we should take a couple of seconds to acknowledge Take Note Colorado, a, another program under your uh under your suggestion that yeah. has has flourished and will continue to flourish. Congratulations on that. Well, this notion that that every kid in Colorado, that Colorado could be the first state so that every kid in Colorado who wants to learn to play music uh, can have access to an instrument and a teacher. And let me just say, I mean, KBCO has been such a great partner, and you, Brad, have been such an amazing partner on this. Isaac Slade, the lead singer of The Fray, uh, has spent hundreds, probably thousands of hours uh, building the foundation for this program. So it is something that is exciting and and really worth talking about. And it's another thing I know for a fact uh, we'll continue here. Uh... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is this a better place to live since you took office? I mean, all things being relative, of course, it's always been <laughs> the best place to live. And all you have to do is leave this state for about a week, go someplace else, and you're always so grateful to come back here for, for, for proof of that. But in what ways would you say this is a, a better place? Well, I think our, you know, we're, we're continuing to move towards clean energy and we have cleaner air. That makes it a better place to, to live. Uh Certainly when I got into public life, we were only doing 34 concerts a year at Red Rocks, and now we're doing 150. Uh, You know, I think in many ways we have become known as a a place for music, a place for for bike trails. Metro Denver now has something like 1,000 miles of bike trails. I mean, these are things that are – I mean, they're infrastructure. They're investments that are going to pay dividends for a long, long time and really do highlight a lot of what's so great about living in Colorado, right? The climate and, the, and where we are. And we have made it easier to get on your bike and, and experience that. You know, it's funny, this is the uh, end of the road for you in terms of interviews as governor, but it's just the beginning of a, <laughs> a life in interviews for you, no, no matter what goes down. So you're going to be asked dozens, if not hundreds or thousands of dumb questions from uh, journalists and reporters moving forward. I would like to know, Regarding your potential future political plans, and I'm not going to carpet bomb you on that right now, but how will music play into your career as you move forward? Well, music, it's funny, and you know this, that music's been a part of my life since since I can remember, right? Since my dad got sick when I was five and he died when I was eight, and music was a way that I learned to, to, to lift myself up. And so music's always going to be there for me. It doesn't, you know, I don't think it supersedes universal coverage for healthcare, right? I think everybody deserves, we can argue over how much healthcare, but everyone deserves basic healthcare. That shouldn't be a privilege, uh, you know, for just uh, the people that can afford it. I look at so many of the stuff, the, of the of the issues that we've worked on, you know, trying to make sure that our entrepreneurs have, are more supported, you know, Part of supporting entrepreneurs is making sure, you know, that that there's a lot of live music around and 
you know, and that and the creative people are celebrated, not just musicians, but painters and artists, because many of the young people that create the jobs of the future, right? These young entrepreneurs, these millennials, they grew up the ones who are actually writing code and creating companies usually hung out with musicians and, and artists in their when they were in high school. And they want to be in a place that's got a lot of the arts. They want to be in a place that's inclusive, where everyone is valued. Everyone's got an equal shot at creating their own version of the American dream. Uh, and I think Colorado fills the bill for a lot, a lot of that. And as I go forward, you know, one great advantage I consider all the time is talking about Colorado and the, the way we've done things here over the past, let's go back 20 years. I think it's a good model for the rest of the country. We have been a place where people are able, in most cases, to come together and find a compromise. Guys like you and me, man. <laughs> exactly. Regular Joes. <laughs> well, that's uh, quite a utopian uh, vision you have. Well, it's it's utopian because I think you've got to be optimistic. And, and it doesn't mean you don't recognize how messed up things are in Washington. It doesn't mean you don't recognize that the country is divided around so many issues right now. But you got to keep your, your eye on the North Star and say, all right, here's where we want to go. This is a, a future that most of us can believe in. And we'll take utopia over the dystopia any day. Absolutely, absolutely. And utopia, nice thing about utopia, there's always music in there somewhere. <laughs> Governor John Hickenlooper, it, it's really been uh, terrific talking to you. I mean, this goes beyond uh, your eight years as governor, your time as uh, mayor, and, and before that. And I uh, can't wait for the next chapter. <laughs> well, Brett, I will keep you in the loop. I promise you that. You've been listening to the Brett Saunders Podcast with Governor John Hickenlooper. Listen to past episodes with Mumford & Sons, Neil Young, David Byrne, Margaret Cho, John Prine, and more at kvco.com, on the iHeartRadio app, or download from iTunes. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.